Hi, I'm Alexis Deegan, the Executive Director of the New Jersey Brewers Association. Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. We've been following this since last year. What do you guys think? Well, so we think that this this day's um, special ruling was a, a far cry from last year. It was a, a, certainly a, a step forward in moving the industry in, in, a, in a positive direction. Uh, you see a lot of permissions in this, this uh, new ruling that are really great, and you see you know, where those more restrictive things are happening. They're, they're certainly less restrictive than they were last year, and also you know, we're given some kind of breathing room to implement them or fix them uh, as we do. Were you all collectively holding your breath uh, in the run-up to the uh, um, this announcement today, uh, or did you think it was going to be all right? Well, so less so certainly than last year because the, the ABC has honestly done a decent job of getting us to the table and really listening to our concerns. I think that's reflected in this ruling where you see, you know, some of those things which which were super restrictive last time, you see them, you know, scaling that back. Uh, so we, we had a general idea of what the ABC was going to come out with and, you know, had that opportunity to craft our message, to message to our members, and to craft um, the plan going forward, which is to address the legislature and get them to fix those things that we think need to get fixed. Yeah. For our listeners, let's rewind a little bit. Last year, there were these like uh, the there were these uh, restrictions that like just popped up out of nowhere. It was like instantaneous restrictions. I think the the, the things that were uh, causing some uh, eyebrows to raise were the were special events. And uh, that was like the main uh, restriction uh, for these small uh, microbreweries, nanobreweries that were really, uh, you know, a lot of these people on Main Street and they were collectively holding events, uh, promoting other people's businesses and basically keeping Main Street open. I mean, wasn't that like one of the major uh, uh, restrictions with with the events that they were restricting uh, uh, special events for the breweries? Yeah, so so some of the like glaring, you know, glaringly bad problems with the last ruling were this this wholesale restriction on those, like you said, those those events that tend to help support the the whole Main Street uh, model, the, the the symbiosis of of um, small businesses on the on the an idyllic Main Street in our towns that you know caused that great uproar. You know, another another part of it was the limitation on the ability to have menus at these tasting rooms, which again, you uh, didn't really keep in in consideration how that was not just hurting the breweries, but it was also hurting the small restaurants, you know, all around the breweries. When you go to a town like Oak Lynn or Hackettstown or um, Mount Holly, you see these places, multiple breweries living together in harmony um, with the, the liquor licensees and with also, you know, non-liquor licensed restaurants, a pizzeria, a Mexican restaurant, you know, you go there and you see, oh, uh, you know, hey, are you hungry? Here's a menu for a pizza place. You don't like pizza? Here's a menu for the Chinese place. They deliver, you know, all of this great stuff was going on and it was really benefiting places that had become economically depressed we're seeing, you know, these these revitalizations and that was threatened by last year's special ruling that, that that had so much restriction on what you could do, how you could coordinate. When you don't see that at the same level this year. And uh, uh, just again on this, just in this whole rewind, rewind, just recapping of what happened. Then when, when this went uh, almost immediately in place and almost as immediately as it happened within a week or two, they were lifted and put on hold. And, that, and this Correct. is where we are now, right? 
Yeah. So what happened was there was a widespread outpouring of support for our breweries because what has been fantastic about, you know, the last six years, uh, seven years at this point, is that since the 2012 uh, legislation that allowed for tasting rooms to uh, exist, you know, New Jersey has built this whole new beer culture that didn't really exist in the state before that. Um, So when the the culture was under threat, such imminent and, um, you know, uh, dire threat, it seemed, um, the consumer came out and said, hey, no, we, we want this. We want this culture. We want this, you know, these great relationships. We want these great outlets. Um, and, and they were, their reaction was swift and overwhelming. So let's, let's go over some of these, uh, new regulations. Uh, we don't have to cover all of them, but, um, 52 private events yearly in a cordoned off area of the brewery. So that comes to one, one a week. Sure. But it doesn't, you don't have to keep it just one a week. You could do like three this one week and then, you know, none for the next three weeks. There's no like weekly limit. You okay with that? Uh, we have a fundamental disagreement with limiting the ability for uh, a, a, a business to do its business. Um, you know, we whole, wholesale don't think that you should say you can only do this 52 times a year. Um, we are we are happy with the language that is attached to it. And, you know, we appreciate what the ABC has done in that regard. And we also appreciate that the ABC's abilities to... Um, make these regulations more liberal than they are is limited. So we are certainly going to be asking the legislature to take a look at that number and change it to unlimited so, if they can. <laughs> yeah. If you could just clarify. So I'm just looking down the list and it says, sure. uh, you know, at the top it says uh, 12 off uh, 12 offsite permits for special right. events, no provisions, 25 events that you'll be able to advertise beyond the brewery or on social media, et cetera. There mm-hmm. is uh, uh, no cap on events, just a cap on how many you can promote beyond the walls of the brewery. But then the, what Paul was just asking you about the 52 private events. What, what, what's the difference between 25 events, that first one, about, about with social media and advertising, and the 52 private events yearly uh, in accordance uh, of area? And also that you'll be allowed to bring in other beer and wine, but no spirits in, in, that, in that regulation. Right. Well, so that's a big difference. So uh, a private event, you'll be able to bring in outside wine and beer. Um, you would not be able to do that during a trivia night. You know, uh, so special event is like a trivia night and private event is like, um, say you get married and you want to get married at a brewery. Uh, you, there are many breweries that have hosted weddings. Uh, and now if you want to get married at a brewery during a private event, you can bring in outside beer and wine if the brewery permits it. How about food? So that's kind of what delineates it. Okay. Sorry about that. How about food trucks? Uh, looks like you have to follow the rules of the municipality and, and so forth. Right. So, you know, something that's unfortunate about this ruling is that it limits the ability for a food truck operator and a brewery to coordinate, you know. So on one hand, if you're limiting the amount of times we can advertise an event on our social media pages, we're probably not going to advertise that a food truck is there. However, you know, we disagree with a limit on advertisement. So, you know, the, the ability for a food truck to say, or for a, the ability for a, a brewery to say, hey, a food truck is coming in, you know, uh, to, to lose that is, is disappointing. But again, the food truck can still come because they're, they're always parked off the licensed premises. And so food trucks in the very beginning, and this is how it happened in the beginning when, when breweries were starting to open, food trucks would just, you know, come 
because they knew, oh, here's a captive audience. I know that they can't sell food. Um, I'm going to come. I'm going to park off the licensed premises, and, and maybe I'll make a buck or two. And it really ended up being an, uh, such a really successful model for them that it's become you know, very commonplace. What this ruling does, it still allows for that to happen because, quite frankly, the ABC cannot regulate what happens off the licensed premises. It just does curtail that ability for a brewery and uh, a food truck to coordinate more, more organically. So, so is this it, Alexis? Is the fight over? No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. So, the you know, we've had a great uh, meeting of the minds with the ABC. They've come out with rulings that were certainly much more liberal and much more um, livable this time around. Uh, and again, that big, the, the big crucial part of that was the delay in enforcement. However, you know, we recognize that there needs to be changes. And those changes need to happen at the legislative level. The next ABC director could come in and, and invalidate all of the good things, but hold all the bad things. You know, hey, he might come in and invalidate the bad things and, and do all the good things, too. But history shows that that's not likely to happen. So we need our legislative leaders to come together and put forth legislation that codifies, you know, the good things like the fact that you're allowed to have Trivia Night Weekly and then change the bad things. Like if you have Trivia Night Weekly, you can only advertise that 25 times. So we're now shifting our focus to, and, and shifting focus is kind of a, a misnomer because we have been talking with the legislature during this whole process. But we're, we're, we're you know, kind of full, full focused at talking to our legislature to get these uh, changes implemented. Well, good luck to you. We've been following this. And, uh, you know, one, one of the most interesting uh, regulations, uh, interesting for lack of a better word, was the, uh, the tours, the, the tour Correct. regulation. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, so they came down with a ruling on that, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah, if you wanted to drink a beer in New Jersey breweries before in the tasting room, you had to take a tour each visit. Under the new rules, a tour is required once a year. Well, and so, you know, this director looked at it and he said, rightly so, that he doesn't have the power to remove things that are in the law. That's correct. It is in the law that you have to give a tour. What's not in the law is what a tour looks like or how many times you have to give a tour. Um, and this this, legis- this um, special ruling does clarify that in, in some ways so that we have an idea of what our regulatory agency is looking at when they say tour. But again, you know, I think we can all recognize that, if, you know, someone's coming to a brewery. To have to give a tour every single time, you know, that's that's onerous. And to have to, you know, keep track of, of everyone, it's a much better system than, than was in place. But we'd like to see, you know, the state realize that we've moved past this concept where breweries are this novelty act and, and into a world where, no, the breweries are commonplace. They're uh, an anchor institution in their communities. They're, you know, really fantastic. And they're happy to give a tour, right? A brewery is happy to interact with its customers, to talk about the brewing process, the hops, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. But sometimes it's just not convenient to take someone back into what can be an, an, an uh, you know, an active working, you know, site. I guess the whole thing with 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 this with this whole I mean clarification is what was needed what is needed right you all wanted to be on the same you know Correct. the same level because everybody was interpreting it differently yes yeah and and we do like we you know you welcome that clarification and um and you know the ABC has done a great job of that and you know then when it comes to the ideological differences that we have it's time to take it to the legislature. Alexis, thank you so much. I know we're uh, coming off of a holiday, and uh, I think people were still on a holiday, and we really appreciate you talking with us. (laughs) Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much for reaching out. All right. Thanks, Alexis.